pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. I'm not sorry for my success. Favorites ran out, I got none left. So if you were thinking of hitting me up, you can save your breath. Hey. Remember in Texas, I got called by Sony, was meeting with Nike, a deal I was closing. They said a director had heard my song Ocean and wanted to use it for filming promotion. What's up, what's up? Welcome back. It's the Weekend Grind podcast brought to you by Rotor Grinders. I'm Josh Sir Giant. As always, with my co-host. Mr. Chalk, Travis Mangone, the Weekend Grind crew, is in the building. Travis, how you doing today, man? Good. Uh, happy to be back, and uh, it's a really good slate. Like, I I love it all around, so I, I say we just dive right in. I think it's, like, one of the better ones uh, I feel like I've seen in a while. Just so many different routes that you can go, so I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Yeah, I'm excited, too, especially here on the East Coast. We've got some snow falling, got some, uh, you know, some snow coming in, so it's going to be nice to... Stay in, have some hot cocoa, watch the games, you know, relax. But definitely feels like the Christmas season is upon us. Before we do hop into the games, go ahead and give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. Travis M A N G O N E. Also, Travis is covering the grind down, so make sure you go ahead and check that out on the main page if you want some deep insight in the writing form on. Rotor Grind is here for the grind down. But yeah, let's let's hop into this. We got a nice seven game slate for a Saturday. And we'll kick it off with the first game. We've got the Los Angeles Lakers in Charlotte against the Hornets. 213.5 is the over under. Charlotte's our five point home favorite. Travis, looks like there could be some fancy goodness here. What are we looking at? Oh yeah, this this one's got some fantasy goodness for sure. So Lakers side of the ball, I'll sum it up real quick. Uh, Charlotte's really poor against the small forward position. Uh, the Lakers are just, you know, they're they're basically all healthy again. So I'm I think just Brandon Ingram and call it a day. Uh, if you want to in tournaments and take a dart, we start starting to get priced up, but I don't think it's too necessary. But I think it's a you know if you want to you know correlate with some of the. Uh, Charlotte players, I think that's a fine route to go. For me, on the Charlotte side of the ball, I mean, there's guys I like. Uh, you know, he had the little birthday narrative yesterday. Hopefully, he wasn't out uh, too late drinking last night and partying and having a good time. But uh, you know, he gets the narrative against the uh, against the Lakers here for a little revenge. And you know, had a massive game yesterday. But the reason why he had a massive game wasn't just because of his birthday, right? That was not the real reason why he uh, had that. Uh, the reason reason why was uh, they're just banged up, right? No Frank the Tank, no Cody Zeller, and on top of that, there's just reasons to uh, absolutely love love him here with. with you know, gets a giant usage bump because of that. And, uh, you know, he's playing against the Bulls, which was like, you know, perfect like, game environment for him. I mean, it was just an absolute smash spot yesterday. And Steve Clifford said that Marvin Williams and Dwight Howard were forced to play a ton of minutes and they were going to play a ton of minutes. People might be worried, oh, it's on the second half of back-to-back. And, uh, you know, doesn't say, hey, you know, one of these guys like, you know, Howard or Marvin Williams is going to take, a, you know, less minutes. I think they're just forced to play minutes, and I'm going to go back to the well, and I'm going to load up on Dwight Howard here. I'm going to load up on Marvin Williams. I understand if you want to play Batum or Kemba, I think they're fine plays, but I'm not going to play them. I think it's just really like Howard and Marvin Williams are the guys I'm really looking at. If I end up needing money, like, and can pay up for Kemba, sure, I think it's fine, but uh, I'm not really the biggest fan of taking jump shooters on back-to-backs, especially Kemba. He's kind of seems like he's, uh, you know— 
had those big games before, and maybe he's coming back down to earth here. So for me, it's uh, it's Dwight Howard and Marvin Williams, and that's kind of it for me on the Hornets side of the ball. But I understand there's some other plays, to obviously, like with all the injuries. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I think that we should definitely be focusing on that front court in Charlotte. So I do like some Marvin and Dwight. Marvin, man, uh, you know, this is a guy that's in a great spot. He's affordable to fit into your lineups. And like you said, he's going to be forced to play a ton of it. So I'm not so concerned about the back-to-back situation either. I think that um, they're going to have to adapt, and they want to have their best chance to win. So their best chance to win will be playing Marvin Williams heavy minutes and Dwight Howard heavy minutes. So certainly like the two centers over there. L.A. uh, struggles rebounding, protecting the rim. And I think that they will have plenty of opportunities on the glass. I think they're both in line to pick up a nice double-double tonight, which works good on DraftKings where you get the double-double bonus, which is nice. So, yeah, Marvin Williams, man, 4.1K on DraftKings. So I definitely, definitely love that play. Uh, And like you said, Brandon Ingram on the Lakers side of the ball, I think that there's some interest there. The kid has a lot of upside. But for me, I'm going to stick to just fire him up in tournaments, not going to do too much in cash. I'd be fine if you wanted to... Just take Marvin as a, a one, you know, a one one kind of one off here in the, from this game, and, and not really take anything else. But I also like the correlation play between Marvin and Dwight. Um, but yeah, uh, no interest in Kemba Walker at home here, Travis. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it's fine, right? But I just there's other point guards I prefer on this slate. He's priced up, and uh, I'm gonna get my exposure through Dwight and Marvin Williams. I made a team yesterday, and I was like debating: can I really play three Hornets here with Kemba, Marvin, and Howard? And I, I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. Like I just rather play those two and kind of call it a day. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not you're not a big believer in those home and away splits here, Travis, but. You know, Kemba at home traditionally is a really, uh, gets a really nice boost here. He's a really nice play at home. So uh, Lakers 26th in the league at defending the point guard position. So certainly something we should keep an eye on. I do like some Kemba. Real, real, real quick, Josh, with the home and road splits. I know sometimes like players shoot better at home. And I mean, I think that's fine. But if the home road splits are because of like the stats guy, just kind of like give him more stuff to the home guy, uh, the home teams, there's actually uh, the NBA guys are, uh, you know, kind of like cracking down on that. And they're, they have guys that are, you know, in, uh, I believe in New Jersey, they're at, I forget what the what city they're in, but they, they're basically like watching to make sure the stat guys are making the right stack. Uh, you know, stack corrections. And if not, they just uh, kind of uh, change it and make sure that it's done right. So, uh, you know, something like Anthony Davis getting those like free blocks at home, uh, that's not kind of happening anymore. Uh, granted, he's still having a, you know, a great season, but uh, we're not seeing that uh, this season because of that, uh, because of what the NBA is uh, doing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, Anthony Davis did get a lot of cheap blocks at home and all that. So it's nice, but it is good that someone's cracking down on it. So, all right, anything else you want to mention in this game, or should we move on to the next one? Uh, yeah, no, I think we're fine with this game. Uh, let's head over to the next one, Josh. All right, we've got the Orlando Magic in Atlanta against the Hawks. 210 and a half is the over-under. The Hawks, a four-point favorite at home. Travis, where are we looking here? Yeah, so uh, this is a great game. Just tons of fantasy goodness because of the injury situation in Orlando. Uh, Aaron Gordon's out. Uh, DJ Augustine is uh, questionable. Aaron Gordon, I said, is out. Fournier's out. Terrence Ross is out. I mean, this is just the uh, you know perfect Nikolai Vucevic smash spot. Uh, 8,300. Another center that I absolutely love. Had a big game yesterday, expecting another big one here against Atlanta. I just think this is a fantastic spot. So I'm going to load up on Vooch here. Also like getting Alfred Payton where he's cheap, like on DraftKings. People got burned by him yesterday. I'll play him again for 6,800. He has upside, so I think he's a good tournament play. Jonathan Simmons, too. He's someone else to consider uh, where you can get him cheap. Just going to get tons of minutes and tons of opportunity here. So I like him as well. 
Uh, and I also think Murray Spates, he's kind of popping my model and not a guy I love this, you know, target, but he might get some run here. So maybe he's like a deep tournament flyer. I think you could consider him, but uh, I don't know. It's one of those slates where there's so much value. I don't know if we have to do it, but he's just someone that was popping my model early in the day. And I thought that was really interesting, but man, it's like really just Vucevic, Elf and Simmons, like the key guys to hone in on. I think they're just in, in such great spots. The Hawks side of the ball. I mean, there's still guys to go to as well. And I think this is a great game stack opportunity. Dennis Schroeder, he's, you know, kind of price up like 8,000, but he's still averaging, you know, 35.6 fantasy points per game. He's in a decent spot. He's not someone I'm going crazy over, but I think you can get exposure to him and, you know, you easily get overweight on him. I don't think a lot of people will play him. Prince and Bazemore, they both have a ton of upside. They're very, you know, cheap, five mid $5,000 range, and they can have 40-point fantasy upside in against Orlando. This is a good spot for them. I, I normally lean Bazemore. I just feel like he has more upside, so he's the guy I would go to. And then when we look at the Hawks side of the ball, I mean, no John Collins, no Dwayne Dedman, uh, no Mike Muscala. It's basically Ursan Ilyasova, Luke Babbitt, and, uh, you know, Miles Plumley. So I think Ursan's in a fantastic spot for 4800 on DraftKings. I don't think you can go wrong with that price tag. And against Vucevic defense, that's a great spot. So I think uh, he's someone else to consider. This is a good game with... Uh, uh, you know, a lot of different uh, values throughout like the, you know, different price tiers. And I think like even Vucevic is a value at 8,300 in my, my own opinion. So uh, definitely like this spot for, uh, you know, both for a bunch of players on both sides of the ball. What about you, Josh? Yeah. I mean, for me, this is this both sides of this game has my favorite point guard and center combination here to, you know, kind of, uh, I mean, I guess on, on DraftKings, Ilyasova is small forward, power forward. But anyway, uh, you know, two is like big man, uh, and then guard kind of combinations on each side. Like you mentioned, I do like the Peyton Vucevic play, and I do like the Schroeder and Ilyasova play. Uh, Schroeder especially really pops out for me today, Go, getting a great matchup against you know the hobbled-up Orlando uh, team that they're going to be rolling out. So uh, Schroeder, with such a positive matchup and so much upside that he brings to the table and his usage, uh, gets, a, gets a good out here against Orlando, 29th in the league, Orlando at defending opposing point guard, Schroeder, in a fantastic spot there. And, uh, yeah, Vucevic, man, he's going to have to get all the usage here. And Atlanta, uh, who's going to stop him in this front court? I just don't see anybody getting up there and stopping him on the glass. They're already ranked they're ranked 29th in the league at overall rebounding, even when they have their front court healthy. So um, this is going to be a, a tough spot for them on the glass. Definitely like some Vucevic here. Uh, but, yeah, I think we're on the same page. Uh, anyone else here that you want to mention? No, I think uh, I think that's fine. Just uh, man, make sure to load up on. There's there's some good plays in this game, so uh, don't don't skip over this one. It's definitely a good one. I think it's an interesting one to be able to game stack as well. So, but yeah, we can uh, we can head over to the next one, Josh. All right, with that, we'll move on to the next game. We got the 76ers in Cleveland against the Cavs. This should be a fun game to watch, man. Really excited to watch it. Uh, game total is two eighteen. Cavs are a seven point home favorite. Oh man, this is gonna be a fun game to watch, right, Trevor? Uh, yeah. The uh, you're talking about the Sixers, Cavs. You you lagged a little bit, Josh. There, but you talking about Sixers, Cavs? Sixers, Cavs. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is definitely a fun one to watch, and we just got some news breaking. So kind of glad we uh, you know, didn't didn't do this right away because, uh, yeah, news is breaking on the Sixers game. So apparently, Trevor Booker's available to make the Sixers debut tonight. Uh, that's one thing of news that dropped. We got T.J. McConnell is ruled out. So man, like Simmons is. I mean, we already have Embiid is ruled out. Uh, Sarge is now questionable. So. So uh, a lot of uh, moving pieces right now in this game. So, I mean, just like with McConnell going out, I think that's definitely be nice for Bayless if you want to get a cheap uh, point guard.
card there. But like Simmons is in an absolute smash spot. Have to love him. Uh, Covington, if Sarge doesn't play, I mean, he gets a big boost when Sarge is out. He gets a nice boost when Embiid's out too, but really with Sarge, it kind of helps there as well. So that kind of double, if both those guys are out, that could be huge for Covington. Just a lot of guys to like here. I mean, Trevor Booker, I don't think they're going to go crazy running him out there for 30 minutes. They'll try, probably just try and mix him in the rotation and whatnot. But uh, for me, it's like Simmons, uh, Covington, and uh, Rashawn Holmes, too. Didn't mention him, but I think he's in a fantastic spot if Sarge uh, sits. I mean, he's just going to have to play the center minutes. He's probably going to play center anyways with, uh, you know, and beat out. And uh, for 3,600, you're getting a starting center. I mean, that just sounds uh, fantastic. So those three guys are uh, guys that I'm honing in on. And now with the McConnell news, I, you know, I like McConnell, but I really think we have to uh, – uh, consider Jared Bayless here now is a pretty interesting value play. And JJ Redick too, right? He can absolutely, uh, you know, go off once he gets going from three point range and he's going to play a ton of minutes tonight. So uh, a lot to like on this uh, Sixers side of the ball. What about you, Josh? I mean, I, I think you're in agreements probably with all the guys I talked about. It's tough to narrow it down, but there's just so many guys to like. Yeah. With all the news, it certainly makes things a little bit, um, you know, it's like it, it, there's so much value, but it's like where do you want to find the value, you know? Because I think Amir Johnson is a guy that we could look at too. Yeah, and speaking of Amir Johnson, a tweet just crossed, Josh. Uh, Brown could go with Holmes Johnson in the starting lineup if Saric does not play. So, uh, yeah, you're you're pretty spot on with thinking that, and then they'll go the double big lineup. So just uh, pretty interesting news. Yeah, I figured that's what they're going to do. They're going to run Amir Johnson out at the four and put Holmes at the five. And I think that um, doing so actually is better for – Amir Johnson, because I'd rather him have his matchup against Crowder and uh, let Holmes square up with Love, right? So, uh, if, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We know that Crowder is not, um, you know, he's really stretching out to the four this season, Crowder. He's, he's traditionally a three. So I think that, um, you know, going against a guy like Amir Johnson, who's typically a four or a five, you know, a guy that can play the five and getting a guy that usually plays the three guarding him, like, I'll take that all day with Amir Johnson. So. For me, that uh, that's really interesting. If he starts at his price tag, I'm going to have a hard time fading him. I went with him the other night. He burned me a little bit, but uh, I don't mind going back to the well in the spot like this, especially with Embiid out. Um, ben Simmons, my boy. You know I love Ben Simmons. I think he's a fantastic tournament option today. I think he's going to absolutely smash. Um, yeah, it's just like you said, it's just fun, you know, figuring out the situation. I'd rather go Redick over Bayless, but Bayless does present good value here, so that's another thing that we have to... Keep an eye on, um, yeah, Cleveland's been, just been struggling against big guys, though. 27th in the league at defending opposing centers. And, uh, you know, just have they have a hard time on the glass with with uh, since Tristan Thompson's been out. So, yeah, uh, for me, I think we're on the same page with the same guys. I think Covington will be a, a nice mid-range player. I like Covington in cash, actually. So I think that he'd make a nice cash play, a cash play at his price tag. Um but yeah, that's for me. It's gonna be you know pretty simple. I'm just gonna try to stick with like Simmons will be locked into all my laps tonight. I'm sure, and then uh, sprinkling some like Amir Johnson, uh, some some Rashawn Holmes, depending on the starting lineup, and uh, perhaps some JJ Redick. But I just you know I just don't want to go too crazy with these Sixers and, and get value crazy here when we do have great value other places too. Uh, but how about the Cavs, Travis? Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just great value all around. So I don't know. I am kind of getting Sixers uh, value crazy, but uh, yeah, there's there's good value all around. So uh, just just kind of have to uh, kind of mix and match the right pieces. Uh, didn't get to talk about Cleveland a ton, but 
James is good on any slate, right? Like, uh, and especially sites like, like Vandal, where like you're forced to roster two small forwards. I get it if you want to play him. Uh, I'm probably on DraftKings not playing him, and I'm probably not playing any of these top tier guys. Like, I'm not going to play Westbrook, Giannis, or, or Harden on DraftKings because I just like this mid tier too much. That's where I'm living today. I'm living in the value and living in the mid tier, trying to jam in as many as those of those guys I can. Uh, made a lineup, and it's not super comfortable right now, but it's got Simmons, Vucevic. Howard and Aldridge. So uh, with, with just like a ton of value mixed in. So, I mean, I just think that those are four guys I'm really keying in on on this slate. Uh, again, it's not super comfortable right now, the build, and I'm hoping I can make it work uh, throughout the day. I want to at least build one of those, but think I'm paying up for these studs today. I don't think it's the, you know, it's not the right right strategy for me, at least today. I get it. One of those guys can go off, but I don't love their matchups. And uh, I think there's, uh, you know, reasons to like some of those guys maybe in other uh, on other sites. But for me on like a site like DraftKings, I'm not really looking, looking to do that. But I get it. If you want to stack this game with LeBron, I would like this, you know, obviously stack him up with Ben Simmons. I'd probably stack him up with Holmes too as like a nice value player or one of the other value plays. And then I wouldn't even mind going to J.R. Smith shooting guard. It's kind of ugly today. And J.R. Smith is like kind of shooting really well from downtown. Sixers are like ranked 27th against shooting guards. I think pairing uh, J.R. Smith with, uh, you know, LeBron James and then pairing Ben Simmons with maybe one of those Sixers values is a pretty interesting way to go to get a nice game stack uh, if you want to do that approach. Well, yeah, uh, you know, it's just it's if you're going to game stack, you have to play LeBron. Simple as that. But, uh, yeah, I do think J.R. Smith, he's always super cheap and he does have some some decent games. And this would be a game where he could have one. Last weekend, you uh, mentioned him on the weekend grind. He ended up putting up over like thirty something fantasy points. So uh, definitely something to consider if he has that you know eight x value, eight uh, x upside or so um, in, a, in a game environment like this. Then it's definitely something we have to look at. But all right, let's move on to the next game. We got the New York Knicks in Chicago against the Bulls. Two oh one is the over under, and the Knicks are a four point road favorite here. Uh, Travis. You like anything here, or does this just kind of feel like a dull game to you? Yeah, so it feels dull. Uh, I think, like, Porzingis is, like, the contrarian guy to all these, like, really interesting, like, uh, you know, almost stud-type plays up in this 8K range. I think he's the contrarian guy that you can go. I won't do it, but I understand if you want to, especially with Hardaway Jr. being out. Uh, the Bulls are really interesting, though. I mean, I'll probably stay away from all the other Knicks. I'm not playing with that whole roulette wheel of, uh, you know, Jeff Hornacek and just uh, trying to figure out that. I'll pass. But on the on the bull side of the ball, on FanDuel, I'm not FanDuel, on DraftKings specifically, it's really interesting. They're just kind of like way too priced down. Uh, and it's like really odd. I, I just didn't understand why they're so cheap, right? Chris Dunn, uh, he gets to go up against Jared Jack. They're ranked like 27th or 28th against point guards this year. Uh, not a great defender. He's way over the hill. And uh, in Chris Dunn's last six games, he's averaging 38.4 DraftKings points. That's over 6x in his last six games on average. I mean, that's just incredible. In a matchup against the Knicks on here, I think he's a really good play. Uh, so you definitely want to get exposure to him here. A guy like, um, what is his name? Markinen. Uh, I don't know how to really pronounce it. Uh, it's, uh, what is it? It's uh, Laurie, Laurie Markinen. I think that's how you say his name. All. Uh, but, you know, he's pretty interesting too. Only 5,500, averaging 29 uh, DraftKings points in his last six games. You know, getting a solid 30 minutes. All He's been pretty good. And he's shown he's one of the better players on that team. I think he's a really interesting play. Don't mind throwing tournament darts at Justin Holiday and Denzel Valentine on drafting suit because they're pretty cheap. So I have interest in some of these guys and I'm not normally uh, a fan of rostering many bulls, but I just think the price tags are way too cheap that we have to kind of have the conversation about. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there definitely is some underpricing here on DraftKings. 
Uh, I was kind of scratching my head about it too, but I just I didn't know where to go with that because like I don't want to force guys that I'm not typically on into my lineup just because they're cheap. You know what I mean? In a game that I don't really love to target here on the slate. So yeah, I see. I agree with you. I agree with you on that normally, but the one thing I've noticed is I've just written off the Bulls. And I think that was a mistake for me to just completely write off this team and not even like think about it because I did that. Uh, and again, this is not the greatest uh, game of iron, but I did that against the Suns, right? And uh, that was a mistake. I, I just kind of read them off and I kind of just have not really played them all season, but they, they've shown reason to like, you know, be interested. Like if I didn't tell you, Josh, like if I just straight up told you the stats, I told you about Chris Dunn, right? 5,900 averaging six X a game uh, in his last six games, like against the team that's ranked 27th against point guards. I mean, you'd have interest and you'd want to play him. I think you'd be locking loading him in all your lineups. Again, I'm not saying I'm going to do that with Chris Dunn, but I really think it's like just something that a lot of us don't want to roster bulls because we think they're bad players and just not a good team. But uh, I just think, you know what they're doing is pretty uh pretty impressive at the price tags they're listed at yeah chris dunn is the guy that i have the most interest in i i've been on chris dunn since he came back from his injury i, I do like the kid uh followed him when he was in minnesota a lot of talent so when he he gets a spot like this where he's gonna have a, a starting role and get the minutes and a good matchup here against the knicks yeah i'll definitely target some chris dunn at this price tag but i don't know just as far as like the knicks go i just don't want to target anyone over there you know, I don't feel comfortable targeting anyone of the Knicks here. Yeah, I agree. I'm not really playing any of them. It's just like, right, Porzingis has that, like, tournament contrarian option that could always explode, but uh, I, I don't play enough lineups to do that. That's just for me. That's not not the, not the a play for me, at least. Yeah, so does it feel like Chris Dunn and move on in this game? Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't hate some of the other Bulls, but yeah, Chris Dunn's probably the favorite guy that I have in, in this entire game. If, I, if you told me I can only roster one guy from this game, it'd be, uh, it'd be Chris Dunn, and specifically on DraftKings. Okay, let's move on to the next game. We've got the Utah Jazz in Milwaukee against the Bucks. Nice low over under of one ninety nine, and the Bucks are a three point home favorite. Uh, again, I mean, it's supposed to be a close game, but that, that over under is really throwing me off here, Travis. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is like just like easy kind of cross off, uh, you know, the slate kind of game. But I'll say this: uh, the one argument you can make for it is on DraftKings specifically. Again underpriced players because of the Utah Jazz. They're getting that treatment with Rudy Gobert back. Uh, I really think that there's reasons to like these guys. Like Giannis is 10.4K. Again, I'm not paying up for them, but that's really cheap for Giannis. So I get it. He's a guy that, you know, people might say, oh, this game, the pace isn't great and whatnot. But when is Giannis ever in a good pace game, right? Like we always want to like just load him up when he plays like the Nets and the Suns for obvious reasons, but he gets it done in these slow paced games anyway. So I get the reason for it. If someone said, hey, I'm playing Giannis today, I'm not talking him out of it, but it's probably something I'm not doing. When I look at some of these other guys though, right? Eric Bledsoe, I mean, Man, that price tag is really cheap on him. And again, it's kind of just like he's underpriced for what he's been doing recently. And uh, I get it. Uh, it's it's not the sexiest thing to do. It's also his birthday. So happy birthday, Eric Bledsoe. A little uh, birthday narrative. But last six games, he's 6.1K. And what's he doing? He's 6Xing his price tag at, with 36.8 DraftKings points in his last six games. I mean, what he's doing is, is pretty incredible. So, uh, you know, they have tons of injuries too, like uh, – 
they're not they're not like the sexiest guys that are injured, but it's still going to cause some issues, right? Looking at the guys who are injured, right? We got Jabari Parker, who's obviously been out all year, but Tony Snell, Matthew Del Dadova, uh, Toledovich, Jason Terry. I mean, there's you know there's not guys that can just come in and really suck up the minutes, so he's just forced going to be forced to be in there. I don't know. I think Eric Bledsoe is a really interesting uh, play that you want to have some uh, exposure to on the slate, and then I get Giannis's price tag, but that's kind of it for me. Uh, I'm moving on from the rest of the game. I don't know about you, but that's kind of the approach I'm taking. Those two guys are the two I'm really looking at and that's about it yeah for me it's it's pretty simple i think he made good arguments here for bledsoe and for for Giannis, but um i just i'm not gonna play anyone in this game just short and simple like that uh, yeah, I get it. I don't think that's a terrible approach to take. I like, I'm a fan of doing that on slates and just like crossing games off. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's a fine approach to take. Just, you know, just nobody's priced low enough to where I feel the need to play them. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, I mean, I mean, Eric Bledsoe is, but uh, I get it. I, I get it completely. Oh, uh, Bledsoe. I, yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. But, um, but I, I don't know. He, he's the, the jazz are actually pretty good at defending backcourts. So that's kind of like my issue here is that, you know, if you look at where Bledsoe's had success, it wasn't against, um, you know, the top five defending team in the league at this position. So uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, I I think it's it's he's worth playing, but in tournaments. But for me, uh, I'm just not crazy about this game. So I'm just gonna stick to my guns with that for this slate. And uh, either it's gonna burn me, like if I, if you beat me with, you know, the Bucks and the Jazz, then then I'll take the L on that one. That's fine. Um, yeah. So on to the next game, we got. The San Antonio Spurs in Phoenix against the Suns. 204.5 is the game total. And the Spurs, a nice healthy seven-point favorite on the road here. Big road favorite. Uh, Travis, where are we going here? Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, I like I talked about the Bulls uh, earlier. Like, I made this mistake, like, last week. And it was, it was one of those four-game slates that I really didn't play much that day and wasn't really, like, caring. And I was doing other stuff on the day. But uh, Phoenix played the Bulls. And it was, like, just, like, the slowest-paced team, like, one of them in the league, going against the fastest-paced team. Like, why didn't I load up on them? And what do we have here? We have one of the slowest-paced teams. It was actually a really good team uh, and also has a ton of injuries and just guys resting for just mandatory, like, type rest days that Pop would do. Like, we just have them here against the – the Suns were the fastest place pace team and one of the worst like defensive teams in the league. So how do we not like LaMarcus Aldridge for uh, 8,400 Rudy Gay for 5,800 with no Kyle Anderson with Manu Ginobili uh, resting. Kawhi Leonard is still resting. He's going to come back. It looks like on Tuesday, Pau Gasol is out. I mean, there's just so many reasons to like Aldridge and Gay. I mean, they're just two guys that I want to get a lot of exposure to on this slate. So uh, yeah, I really, really, really like those two. They're two of my favorite plays uh, on the slate. Point guard, I mean, Patty Mills is a fine play. I'm probably not going to mess around with Tony Parker, even though he's had some pretty decent gains, but just not getting enough minutes for me. But I think Patty Mills is an interesting tournament option. And, like, uh, you know, with Pau Gasol out, if we hear that Joffrey Laverne is going to get, like, 23 minutes like he did in that OKC game, uh, I don't think it's crazy. If you told me Joffrey Laverne's getting 23, uh, you know, minutes at 3K, I could get it in a tournament and understand, but I don't know. Uh, again, there's like a lot of value. So it's like, kind of like feels like a really off the board play. One of those like one and one fifty type of plays. But uh, yeah, I, for me, it's like Aldridge and Gare are the ones I'm really, uh, really interested in. I'll talk about the Phoenix side of the ball real quick. Uh, I mean, just the opposite, right? Going from the, uh, you know, a fast paced team going now against a slow paced team, just uh, not really the sexiest uh, thing. We also have Devin Booker who's out that that's obviously going to help a guy like TJ Warren. And the only reason I want to play him is 
is on DraftKings. He's 6,400, so it's interesting. And he played 44 minutes the other day. If you tell me a guy's going to play 44 minutes and he chucks up a ton of shots, uh, I get the idea of playing him. Probably not someone that makes my lineups, but um, I wouldn't talk you out of it, right? And then all these other guys, I just don't have a ton of interest in. Like Greg Monroe, if he ends up like getting tons of runs, say he gets 30 minutes, and we know Alex Leonard or Chandler are out. If he's going to get 30 minutes, I don't hate playing him because of the price tag at $5,000. Uh, he should really definitely uh, you know, get you maybe 25 to 30 fantasy points at, at least. So, uh, again, I think Monroe, he's not the safest, but he's someone else to consider on the sun side of the ball, kind of trying to uh, you know, put the lipstick on the pig right now. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of the suns for me. It's more so the spurs side of the ball that I'm really interested in. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really like Greg Monroe in this slate. I hope he gets overlooked, and I hope people get nervous to play him. Um, I think that he's going to have a fantastic game tonight. Comes at a nice price tag. Um, yeah, so Monroe, Monroe's a good play for me, but I, I do like the Patty Mills call in tournaments. I think you'll get him very, very low-owned. and He's got tons of upside here, and, of course, Aldridge, too, uh, against the Suns. He's going to do some damage tonight. Do like him a lot. He's always priced in that nice, like, upper mid-tier, like, you know, in the 8Ks, so... This is a spot where you could afford him. Uh, I don't think I heard you mention Troy Daniels here, Travis. No Troy Daniels for you? No. like You can play Troy Daniels, and I will play J.R. Smith. How's that sound? Like, like J.R. Smith is better than Troy Daniels. I don't think that's a, I don't know if that's a hot take or anything, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, people should be clicking on J.R. Smith before Troy Daniels. What about Tyler Eulis? I just don't think it's necessary on this slate. Like there's just better values. Like, I, I mean, you're getting, it's just such a, like there's less fantasy points than they're going to normally get when they're playing a slower tempo team. Uh, just like, and it's a good team that's that's defending. Like, uh, you know, you can see just some wonky stuff, right? You can even see Tyler Lewis not even play the fourth quarter and then just run some like dumpster fire lineup out there. Like, I don't know what they would run, but, uh, I don't know. I don't, this new guy who got signed, like Daniel House, like this is a perfect spot for him to just run in the fourth quarter and get random point guard minutes. So uh, I don't know if he's actually with the team today, but I see him and I know he got signed like yesterday, I believe. So uh, again, I just think, uh, I think that I don't, I don't think it's a slate to get too cute with your value plays. Like I said, I know it's about Joffrey Laverne, but uh, it seems like a slate where there's just so much value. Just try not to get too cute with the value plays. But uh, again, like I said, I mentioned a couple of them, but uh, you know, I just thought they were interesting, interesting ones that popped off the page. I know some people like to kind of uh, take more contrarian routes. All right. We got some news here, Travis, that just broke. Uh, Dario Sarek is not expected to play. The homie is not expected to play. So now he's been downgraded to doubtful. Oh, yeah. I mean, like uh, Covington, Mahomes, like ugh, the Sixers, I mean, like you got to load up on them on this slate, it feels like. I know there's a lot of value, but they just don't have a lot of bodies on that team. I'm curious what happens with Trevor Booker, though. Uh, that That's the interesting one. It sounds like he's available. I'm curious what the minutes are going to be like, though. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's the concern. See, you know, Rashawn Holmes, I'm always concerned with his minutes, too, in these spots. So, um. All right, so let's move on to the second-to-last game here. We've got the Oklahoma City Thunder going against the Memphis Grizzlies. Nice low total here of 196.5. And the Oklahoma City Thunder are the road favorite by five points. Ugh, Travis. Put some lipstick on this one for me. 
No, nah, just cross it off, right? Like you had your cross off game, Josh. This is my cross off game. I don't, I don't need anyone. Uh, anyone says, "Oh, you don't like Russell Westbrook?" Well, I mean, he's good any day, right? Like this guy's always a good play, but I just don't think he's fitting my construction. I don't think it's a great matchup, anyways. I, he obviously, he could smash on any slate, but yeah, I'm, I'm just crossing this game off. I don't need anything here. If there is, you know, some injury news that pops, maybe something becomes interesting, but I highly doubt it. Yeah, Gasol is probably the only guy that I would even consider playing from this game. Um, just because I feel like he has a ton of upside against that front court, and um, and he's not too expensive, so maybe in tournaments some Gasol, but that's about it. You want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's move on to the last one. We got the the late night hammer coming up here. Late night hammer time. That's right. We got the Houston Rockets. Oh man, against the Portland Trailblazers. This is gonna be a nice, fun, up tempo game. Two sixteen and a half is the game total, and the Rockets ten point home favorite, uh, uh, road favorites here. Interesting, interesting here. They're uh, pretty heavy favorites. Does that uh, spread scare you at all here, Travis? Uh, yeah, I mean, Yusuf Nurkic is going to be out for Portland. Uh, I, I do think there is reasons to be worried about it. But when there's a guy like Nurkic that's going to be out, there's reasons to like some guys on the on the uh, Portland side of the ball, right? Uh, I think uh, Al Farouk Aminu is a really interesting option. Fits this like just game environment really well. He's a guy that I think I'll get exposure to. I wouldn't be shocked if they even match him up on Capella at times. I know that's not the... Uh, not the greatest idea, but I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, you know, late in the game that ended up happening, if the game ended up staying closer. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think Aminu is going to get a pile of minutes, and just this is the game where he really thrives, these type of environments. So I like him as a value. I think he's really interesting. Uh, CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard, I, I think they're fine plays. Uh, I lean CJ McCollum because he's cheaper, and, uh, you know, he'll get the hardened defense, it seems like, and then Chris Paul will likely be on Damian Lillard. Uh, sure, Lillard can explode on any night, but I just think there's, better point guard plays that I can play and say like, I'd rather just pay down $800 for Chris Paul instead. So that's kind of how I'm going to approach the Trailblazers side of the ball. Now that I talked about Chris Paul, let me kind of give you my take on James Harden. I talked about how I'm absolutely fading, you know, the, uh, these studs uh, on this slate, it seems like uh, these top four guys, I just don't think I'm going to pay for them, but on Fanduel, where you have to roster two shooting guards, right? Like it's one of those things where it's like, there is going to be at least one shooting guard in the in the or at least two shooting guards in the winning lineup. Like there's no way around it. On DraftKings, that's not even the case. There could be zero shooting guards because, like, granted, like you know, uh, there, there's some guys that are listed as shooting guards, but they're really point guards, right? Like a guy like Chris Paul, he's really the point guard, but he's listed as shooting guard. A guy like Steph Curry, that happens to him too. So, uh, you know. You're going to have to roster two shooting guards over here. So I understand with all the value throughout the slate where you might just want to pay up for his raw points. And if he has one of those massive games, no one, I don't think anyone's going to be doing this. And I think Harden could be really contrarian. I'll just read you like the names of the guys on the slate and it really drops off. Harden. Then we go Donovan Mitchell for 7,400. Chris, uh, Chris Middleton, who's in a game that we don't like. Uh, so is Donovan Mitchell in a game that we don't like. Tyreek Evans, who's in a game that we don't like. CJ McCollum, uh, who... We obviously have the possible worry of a blowout. And uh, if there is a blowout, Harden's probably going to be a part of it. Uh, Nick Batum, who's a fine play, like Wade, KCP, Justin Hall. I mean, it just gets really dry really fast. So on FanDuel specifically, I think he's a really interesting play. Uh, so definitely want to definitely want to be considering uh, considering Harden here in this spot on FanDuel specifically. Clint Capella, he's a guy that's way too cheap on DraftKings, uh, sixty three hundred. It's just too cheap for a guy that's been you know averaging like thirty fantasy points at least a game all th- throughout the season. He's been great, and uh, he with no Nurkic there, I mean he should absolutely do well. But problem is, I just don't know if I have a, another center spot to be wasting on uh, Clint Capella. So uh, that that's kind of the issue I'm having there. But I wouldn't talk anyone out of it. But that's kind of it for me. I'm not getting crazy exposure. To 
of this game. Uh, you know, Portland's been a way better defensive efficiency team this year, but I, I'm kind of just thinking it's one of those games where I just uh, pick and choose my spots and don't go too crazy. Yeah, I think it's kind of the same for me, just picking the spots, not going too crazy. I do like Chris Paul, and I think Capella will have a good time tonight. Ryan Anderson with those road splits, because uh, that color of blindness, he can shoot better on the road, apparently. But uh, but I do like him a little bit, too. Aminu, as you mentioned, is going to get a nice boost with Nurkic out, so do like him. I do also like Damian Lillard. If I have the cap, if I get the cap together, because I'll get that extra usage, and he's someone I want to look at. But yeah, I just think this—if there's a takeaway from the slate, Travis, I feel like it's all about picking your spots and where you like. There's plenty of value at hand, so it's about picking your spots and, and uh, choosing your value wisely. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's you know just one of those things. Let's try not to get too cute with it. Uh, I think that's a perfect perfect route to take. Uh, again, I, like I said, I've talked about a couple of uh, you know kind of uh, off the board cute type of plays, but uh, I think it's one of those slates where you just want to keep it really simple and just be on the lookout for news. There's going to be tons of news dropping and uh, little things like uh, you know the coach saying last night uh, Dwight Howard is going to be playing a ton of minutes. Right, just look for stuff like that. You never know when those like small nuggets can be dropped and uh, it's stuff that we might want to get on. So uh, you know, always be by computer like an hour before lock or so just checking for that type of stuff because uh sometimes that stuff gets uh you know gets uh passed upon and missed by some people and you can kind of take an edge with that yeah absolutely there's definitely an edge in, in checking the news an hour before lock um and staying on it but yeah so with that let's move on to our lock and load segment of the show so here this is the lock and load segment brought to you by the rotor grinders lineup hq and lineup builder when you're building lineups over there you can build them up conveniently as many as you'd like in a hurry too just by clicking what exposure you'd like to guys you click the lock button on a player you'll get 100 percent exposure to that player so this is where we talk about the guys that we would click the lock button on for this slate uh travis you ready with yours you want me to kick it off oh uh, no you can kick it off i mean i got so many i feel like so you, you give us give me your favorite one that you have on this slate i'm just gonna lock in ben simmons uh, i think he's gonna go out there extra motivated against lebron james uh, and Bede being out now, the homie being out too. I just feel like there's going to be so much usage flowing through Ben Simmons here. And uh, with this huge game total, good game environment, I, I do believe that he should put up a, you know, a nice, massive performance to pay off his price tag. I want 100% Ben Simmons tonight. Give it to me. That's where I'm going to go with it. Travis, who's your lock and load? Yeah, I, I like Ben Simmons. I think it's a slate where I kind of want to like build from like the ground up. I don't, I don't really want to be locking in, uh, you know, Simmons like right away. I think he's a good play, right? Uh, I like him, but uh, I just want to make sure I get in like the right values and whatnot. I'm, I'm probably gonna get Simmons in my lineup for sure. It seems like just such a smash spot for him. But uh, for me, and again, it's not one of the cheap guys, but uh, I really like Dwight Howard here. I just think he's in. He's just in an absolute smash spot. Like uh, Lakers, like like anyone who says, oh, uh, after an overtime game off a back-to-back no way Dwight plays a ton of minutes he's literally forced to and he hates the Lakers like he's going to go out there with vengeance and take them down uh you know uh night after his birthday hopefully he didn't party too hard and uh he comes out there really swinging so I like Dwight Howard here he's just way too cheap on DraftKings 7600 on FanDuel 7800 and again there's tons of great value plays throughout right like a guy like Rashawn Holmes who just popped up right with no Sarge he's in a great spot there's just there's so much value so uh it seems like one of those slates where we just need to uh you know not not get too crazy, not get too cute. Uh, feel free to ignore some games in some spots that are not the greatest. And uh, yeah, give me give me all the Dwight Howard uh, for round two because I had him yesterday and that was a fun time. 
All right, very good. So you heard it. There you go. We wrapped it up for you guys. Hope you enjoy the games. Nice seven games late. Go ahead, give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M A N G O N E. Make sure you check out his grind down piece that he's putting on the page too, on the main page of Roto Grinders, so you can see his uh, deep analysis uh, in written form. So definitely check that out. Other than that, we will see you guys next weekend for the next Weekend Grind show. Hope you enjoy the games today. Enjoy your football tomorrow. And again, if you want to get in touch with us, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. For now, peace out. Went from a job with a pension to finding connections. Made lots of investments in plane tickets, hotels, and valuable friendships. Penthouse apartments in NY and kept it a focus to get it. LA in mansions and riding in Bentleys. And I would get mentioned by people at that job that I had just left when they saw all the pictures. Surprised I was rising because I never talked about where I was headed. Just to a few, but the gossip got heavy. Remember the looks that I got when I said it. Now see that I made it and know that I'm. Meant it that's when an hour was not worth the headache. Got the insurance without all the messes. Like who was the mother or cousin or brother of someone with status that works in the Senate? They're confined to that time clock. I feel free because I'm not. Took a risk and I found life. And it's exactly what it sounds like. I guess I dream too much. Because I've seen too much. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details.